to Paramotor Hangout. I'm one of your hosts, Never Trust the Skinny Chef Shane, here with Mr. Will. And I only go by who's on top and who's the next one on there. <laughs> I'm always on top. I'm just, you know that. I'm, I'm used to catching. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> it's going to be a long night. Oh, man. Yeah, right. my... Reminds me of when I was in prison. Ah, oh, Jesus. For well, I know I'm in trouble when I get a, a, a text from Shane saying, Hey, you got like five minutes before the show starts. Are you coming? Yeah, which was really four minutes, but it took me that long to type out five minutes. So, That's and then we have then we have the other host, Mr. Mark McElroy of Paralyzed PPG that doesn't exist anymore. How we good? How we doing tonight? <laughs> We're doing good. Doing good and glad to be here. Oh man, uh, good lord! I, I was a little nervous tonight. Will Will didn't show up to the last minute. I'm used to Mark forgetting about it because of his age and you know Alzheimer's setting in. But uh, <laughs> I I agree. Ah, uh, Will, you want to throw out some names uh, in the chat real quick? We actually yeah. have a pretty good we have a pretty yeah. good show tonight. It, it's going to be fun. Uh, yep, we got Never Trust a Skinny Chef Shane, John Wayne, Mark McElroy, and Tony Marzano, and 555, Keith Gray. What's up, Keith? I owe you stickers. Um, Linda Anderson, Paramom in the house. Do, 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 do. And saw someone else, Mad Sloper. What's up, Mad Sloper? Did you say Paramotor NC or uh, Daddy Dutch Barbecue? I did not. Did I skip over them? Maybe. That's I see, right. I got in trouble the other night because I missed somebody's name. And I'm not going to mention who it was, but I'm sorry for that. So, uh, yeah, Mr. Dana54. What's up, Dana? Uh, okay, no. So you said Paramotor NC, and who was the other one? Uh, we got Daddy Dutch Barbecue. Who says I owe him a hundred dollars? I'm not sure how that's even possible. <laughs> Daddy Dutch Barbecue. Okay, and now I'm coming to uh, the others. All right, so I think I got everybody. If I didn't, I'm so, oh Bill H. Bill H. Bill H. Is okay. Got him. I think I got them all. Yeah, uh, we got Keith Gray just showed up. He said you owe him some stickers. Yep, I do. do so um i told you keith if you want to pm me or like uh what you suggest the next time i see you i'll hand deliver him to you angela preston house hello angela james oh speaking of tony <laughs> hey real quick all jokes aside 
I got a Christmas card from Tony. He handwritten it himself and sent it in the put the sticker, the stamp, and everything. And Tony, I want to thank you greatly for sending me and my wife this Christmas card. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Tony. I didn't get any Christmas card from them. I'm just saying. I I mean, if you ask Angela to do it, you'll get it sometime soon-ish, maybe but, mid-year. I don't know. But, Anyways. And my phone's about to blow up. I know it's coming. <laughs> All right, so tonight's topic, Will, you want to get it going on that? Well, yeah, we uh, come up with with a couple things. First of all, at uh, 8.30, we are hoping to have a special guest come on the show and uh, spend five or ten minutes with us, and that's all I'm going to say about that. It's a surprise guest, but I think you all find it pretty interesting. But, yeah, uh, for the topic, Shane, you had mentioned uh, talking about what, paramotor paramotoring has done in our lives how it's affected us good or bad and uh yeah i mean that's an excellent topic yeah i well i'll I'll tell my story real quick and then we'll uh we'll we'll move on to you guys um so for me personally after i lost my son well let me let me skip over that hold on many years ago i was sitting in my tree stand and we're talking over 20 years ago, and I seen a guy fly by on a paramotor when I was sitting in my tree stand. And I was like, dude, that is awesome. I want to do that. And I just never had the means to do it. Um, and it kind of was sitting off in the back of my mind, if you will. And after my son passed, my wife came to me, and she's like, hey, you need to do something with your time other than just sit here. And she said, what about that thing about flying? And I was like, well, we can't do it. It's not going to happen. This costs too much money, blah, blah, blah. My wife um, managed to make that happen for us. And I went to school and it has literally changed my life. It got me out of the depression. Um, and it's really given me back what I, I lost before. So for me, <clears throat> it's freedom. It's time to think. I know Mark loves communication while flying, and he knows that I don't want it because it's my time. It's my time to um, break down all the things that have built up inside of me, work those out while I'm flying, and maybe even not even do that. Just simply not think. And I think that's kind of what happened on that last takeoff that um, – I did at Swanee or at uh, Sunny. You're still calling that a takeoff. (laughs) Oh, well. I don't get it. I'm pretty sure some part of my body got air. (laughs) Your your feet got air. (laughs) Anyways, no, it's it's truly given me some hope and uh, given me the ability to work through things that uh, before I started flying, I wasn't able to do. So. It's it's a great um, outlet for me, if you will. Mark, yeah. what's it for you, brother? Uh, what got me in, or what do I think about it? What's it do for you? Oh, uh, 
You guys don't want you don't want to know my answer. <laughs> uh, the best part about the the best part about flying for me is probably the camping. Mm. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Uh, hanging out with with everybody. I mean, I enjoy the flying. I got to quit talking like I don't enjoy it. But I enjoy I enjoy the flying. Uh, I I honestly enjoy the camping more than the flying. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. I love hanging out with my friends yeah. so much that we do this every Tuesday night just to hang out with each other and, and those in the chat. And, I mean, truthfully, and I've said this a thousand times, this is my time to hang out with the two of you and with everyone else in the chat because we, we live so far apart, and it, it does take a lot of effort that Mark's not willing to do for us, me and Will. To come and hang True. out with us. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a jerk. Oh. Anyways, hey, Will. Shane, I want before I start, I wanted to say I never got that that link. Is there any way you could text it to me? Dude, I sent you gotta unblock me from Messenger. I resent it to you. Look, literally I see the Obama phone. <laughs> 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 but right, no, well, it's not right, coming well, through. All right, well, keep the show going. I will email this to you. Well, so. um, I got I got into the sport because I wanted to get back into the air, and uh, I've got a background of general, general aviation and flight instruction. And man, I just there's just so many days that I would look up and it'd be a blue sky, and just. Uh, I'd look up and I'd say, hey, what a beautiful day to fly. And uh, so I started out with, and we were talking about this last night, but I started out uh, with buying a drone, thinking that might scratch the itch, you know, and get me uh, some level of satisfaction. But, yeah, that only lasts so long. So like all countless other people, I was uh, on YouTube and I saw Tucker Goth's video and uh, – I didn't believe it. You know, I looked at the thumbnail. It was him uh, with the freaking motor on his back, a big prop, and and McDonald's sign was in the background. And uh, but I clicked on it anyways. You know what the heck? And sure enough, it was real. And that kind of started the ball rolling. Um, I'm kind of like a John Wayne in the chat said that he could only afford one addiction at a time, and I can so relate to that because. Anything I do, I am in 200%. And that's like all I can think about. And uh, the sport was no different. You know, whether it's doing videos or flying or working on the freaking van, it's just like that's all I can focus on. Um, the nice thing is, is I consider this uh, a healthy addiction because when I first started, I was concentrating on the flying and I was 100% sure that the main benefit would be the flying. But as Mark alluded to, I'm sorry, Shane, I didn't mean to chase you away, dude. <laughs> we lost Shane. He'll be back. Um, as Mark alluded to, it's, it's, the flying has become secondary to the people that I have in my life today. I mean, the, I can go anywhere in the country and I'm sure 
that I could hook up with somebody in the motor community and feel right at home. As a matter of fact, anytime I go to a fly-in or uh, meet other people, as soon as we're in the air, man, there is this instant connection. You know, I mean, we understand each other 100%. And you feel it. I mean, you just feel like you're a part of, I don't know, a, a group of other guys and girls that kind of get you, you know? It really, it, it does. To me, it, it feels like you've got the pilots and then you got the normies, you know? And you cannot explain to a normie what it's like to be a paramotor pilot. And you could try, but they just, you know, they either are or they aren't, you know? <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, the, the main thing for me is that it uh, gave me a connection to other human beings that I could click, you know, click with. And also it gave me something to do that was healthy. And, Kind of a, a worthwhile mission, if, if you will. So, yeah. I don't know if that answered your question. Probably forgot what the question was, but there you have it. I'm sorry. Who's talking? <laughs> yeah. And if we had two more wills with a Santa Claus hat on, we'd have a ho, ho, ho. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Yeah, you would. If you guys are listening to this, that we're on, you know, the podcast on Apple Podcast on all the others, but Mark McElroy is wearing this ridiculous Santa hat. And uh, yeah, just saying, Mark, you look silly, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. Uh, let, me, let me tell you if you guys ever decide that you can't fly um, Sunday morning and you're up late and you want to just watch a live video, about some nonsense. Daddy Dutch Barbecue does a great... I, I've actually ended up 3 o'clock in the morning on his show. Still not sure how that happened. But uh, it, it's a bunch of comedy. It's it's a bunch of cooking uh, information and stuff. It's it's a really good, uh, uh, good channel. Who the heck is Doug... What is it? Spit? Spit. I don't know. I was just wondering that same thing. I want to uh, post a question. Uh, welcome. Yes. Yeah, welcome, man. I wanted to post a question. Oh, did you send that link? I, dude, I emailed it to you, bro. I've emailed it. I've sent it two different messengers. Okay, I, I got will, it. Neat. I will You're going to have to send, get in the car and drive it up there. I'm going to have to send them smoke signals or something. <laughs> Maybe I, Elon if, Musk can send one of his rockets over there to you. No, man. A he Angela... Make. Angela was asking if the Predator van, if it was finished. Not quite. I'm still working on, you know, some of the little frou-frou, uh, attractive type little yeah. things. But, you Stuff know, like the music player? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have a better chance of finishing my bathroom before Will finishes his van, just so you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow that's cold right there. Now, like I said before, the van, the van is uh, it is complete as it's going to be right now. I'm not going to spend um, any more time on it. So, yeah, we're ready for the first trip down to Florida coming up here soon. To what? Florida, or is it Florida? Florida. 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 <laughs> Jesus, I can't even under. Oh. I'm on the same page now. 
it's I just took the long way to get there. Jeez. Yes, it is uh uh it's a trip that Mark sends me a text every day just to make it longer before just we send twenty eight days. Yeah, twenty eight more days before we hang out. That's just awesome. Right on. <sighs> in the chat if if the chat participants if you could in one word just uh, g- give one word that explains how paramotoring has affected your life and you can one have two word yeah not try to be unique or anything like this if it's people great if it's sport great if it's I don't know whatever just think of one word that would describe how paramotoring has affected your life dollar signs a word <laughs> yeah. yeah, it can be. Although I could say if you're into this sport to save money, <laughs> you're in the wrong freaking sport. Man. <laughs> this this is not a money for for <laughs> you to save money. Nice. Um, That's gonna... cool. Uh, ben uh, Paramotor NC popped up with adventure, and you know, watching his channel. That's awesome. Yeah. So That's I I want to I want to I, I have a bone to pick with with uh, Ben paramotor and see you i i have always wanted to do a camping backpack or i'm sorry camping paramotor thing and that's all i can think of now like i literally just want to do it and but here's the thing i don't want to do it where i set it up i want to do this stealth thing where i land on, on on a property and i stealthily hang up my hammock and I, I do the whole thing and then the next morning take off i i absolutely love the idea ben that you've been able to go camping and everything i want to freaking do that it's just i don't know how the hell to carry a 24 pack of beer on takeoff you know i can drink a couple of them before i land so that's the landing problem is not a problem but <laughs> just messing with you. <laughs> I, I said that because Mark and I had this whole conversation. It was pretty funny. But anyways, no, I seriously want to do it and and uh, take off and, and go back the next morning. It'd be awesome. Hey, Tony, did you see what he said? He said he used the word spiritual. That's a really good point. Because I've said this before that the only time that I feel 100% like connected and just like okay it's when i'm in the air it's the only time i've I've truly had the feeling of just man everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be so yeah i get that the point honey yeah i i use peacefulness because it literally calms me down when i'm flying i have my mind on other things like flying so it gives me a lot of peace and gets rid of the what if I did this or what if I did that kind of thought process in my head. So it gives me just a here I am in the moment and it's it's peaceful f- for me. Keith Keith, I will not be in Sunnyland. Um that I like the, I like the place um but to pay twenty dollars a night per camper to Sit in someone's pasture does not sit well with me, so I won't be at Sunnyland. Just so you know. On anyone, on top, this? you know, on top of sixty to fly. Yeah, it's a it's a bit much for me. And anyone who this distance? Well, 
I know because you told me. Does anybody in the chat know who that is? Or Mark? No, I don't know. He looks freaking cold, I can tell you that. Yeah. He's not, <laughs> he's, he's not, he's not flying in Florida. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's your first hint. Um, Sunnyland is a place that I, I will go eventually. Um, We'll just have to play that by ear, I guess. Because I would like, you know, I mean, that's down where I was born and raised, that, that area. And uh, I have, it's kind of on my bucket list to fly around Lake Okeechobee, not all the way around Lake Okeechobee, but just, you know, go over the, you know, check out the dike. And um, it probably would be pretty cool. <laughs> Darth Vader, John Wayne says, I guess should I, I just spill the beans. I don't think anyone's, ah, duck spit PPG got it. Very good. Yeah. What gave it away? <laughs> Must have been the eyes. <laughs> what else is it? <laughs> I guess. Right. It must have been yeah, a microphone. <laughs> it must have been his large microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Where, oh, good job. Well, you got rid of him. Who did I get rid of? The guest. I did? Do you see him on the panel? Oh man! I'm I getting rid get of. Dude, my hands are right here. I have to reach all the way up here to do something like that. All I did was stop screen sharing. He'll come back on. What's up, Walter from Australia? I Walter, but I tell you what, I'll take the heat for you, Shane, when he comes back on. Hey, Walter, I have been watching this Zach Efron nature thing that he's been doing, and they had a whole thing about uh, Australia. I learned so much about your uh, your country, and you've taught me nothing. What what is going on here? Just so you know. Okay. The... Hey hey uh, Keith, if if you want to meet at the uh, campground, um, you know the one, and uh, we go fly from there. I'm I'm down for paying forty dollars. Was it? It's forty dollars a night, full hookups, and uh, we can fly there. I'm I'm down with that, bro. I'm just saying. It's a little bit more than what you're used to paying over there at Hodges Field per night, but you can handle it. I shot him a text. So hope he comes back on. Yeah, early, he was on there, right? Dude, you oh was that your picture? Were you just sharing picture. Okay? Yeah. Me up, okay. Man. What? Did you see him? No, all I saw was oh. the picture of Dave Wolf. Dang, man, Dave wasn't our guest. No, it's not Dave Wolf. David Wolf. Yeah, it's it's not not David Wolf. Which, by the way, next time I'm going to have to make sure we have him put a shirt on before. Wow. <laughs> Did you see Matt Swoper's, Matt Swoper's comment? Is a moderator not a teacher? No, that's Walter. No, right here. It's $75 a night um, at Salt and Sea for RV sports. No, dude, I'm telling you right now, I would turn around and head back home. I, I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're not giving me power and water, yeah. I'm not giving you crap. I'm going home. If you just have a piece of property with some grass for me to park my 8,500-pound camper on, and you want to charge me 
any kind of money for that, I'm out. I, it's Isn't not worth Salton it. Isn't public land? Isn't it on public land? Angela said yes, please. She would be more than happy to take seventy-five dollars a night for whoever. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what <laughs> what she's talking about. Oh. Uh, <sighs> Hey, Walter, is it Christmas there yet? He's a couple days ahead, right? He's one day one day ahead. Uh, Tony Marzano, Salt and Sea isn't the same as it was last year. Yeah, but they're still not going to have hookups. And, I mean, they're, you know, I'm confusing that with, um, what's the other one? The one that I want to go to. Uh, Flying Circus. Flying Circus, yeah. I could see Flying Circus doing something like that because I, I kind of think you're going to get your money's worth there. But, hey, I've never been to Salton Sea, so I can't really say. It does seem a little let steep. Us know, let us know how it goes for you. Yeah. No. And uh, Daddy Dutch Barbecue, what are you talking about? $25 a night for camping with full hookups. Where 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 is that at? Because I will I Lamar's? Will I will be there, bro. Unless it's in where you, in your home state, and then, well, right now I I don't have chains for my tires, nor do I have um, have enough winter coat for that nonsense. Yeah, hey, Daddy look. Dutch says it's Lamar's. Lamar's is what? What is Lamar's? Is that where it's going to be held? That's what I'm asking. He, Kent's talking about something other than what you're talking about, but I'm just waiting to find out where Lamar's is at. Oh, RV spot only. Well, in Iowa. In Ottawa. Iowa. Iowa. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Shane won't be visiting there no time soon unless uh, I've retired, sold my house, and uh, bought a new truck and camper and that's along the way of seeing one of the uh, 50 states, or actually 48 states. Actually, 49 states, because I will end up in Alaska at one point or another, Camden. How about in May? Yeah, how about um, my wife will end up dying from trying to hug a grizzly bear? <laughs> that, that, that could literally be a factual thing that happens. And Tony says, I guess it's free if you don't have an RV spot. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, there's a so lot. If, if so, anyone in the chat can actually go on to Salt and Sea, let us know. Flying Circus and Salt and Sea is where? That in California? Man, all I know is out west. Way out Somewhere west. around Hawaii. Well, <laughs> if, you, if you go past California, you're going to need flotation. <laughs> Daddy that might be Washington us. State. <laughs> Daddy Dutch says it's 20 below here for the next three days. Um, my back door is open. I'm in shorts, no t or uh, no shirt or jacket or whatever. And, you wear pants? Uh, uh, yes, I'm okay. wearing shorts. And uh, actually, actually, uh, I was sweating a little bit today. So there's that. Yeah. So you got Christmas. swamp butt? Is that what you're saying? No. Hey, you know, Christmas is supposed to be in the 30s here for at least an hour and a half. Oh, and then goes back up here. to 80. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Go ahead, Mark. 
I, I was going to say, I don't know how North Carolina is going to be, but here in Atlanta, we're going to be uh, three nights and two days below freezing. Yeah. Well, it's a lot worse here. I mean, I think the I think it's getting down to 17 one night. So. <laughs> hey, I just want to say, after all the nice things I said about Tony sending me that Christmas card, now, now I'm... We're, we're no longer friends. <laughs> I just realized uh, how unfair. Well, you can check the back door if you need to, Shane. I'll keep the show going. It's wide open. I'm just saying. Uh, okay. I just realized how unfair that question was, you know, to try to, to narrow it down into one word as to how paramotoring effect, affected your life. It would be a better question is, what did it not affect? Because... And everything revolves around it. I mean, if I'm driving around, I'm thinking about it. Like the kind of vehicle I got is paramotor friendly. You know, the people I hang out with are paramotor friendly. And pretty much everything I do revolves around it. So my schedule all, all the way to what I drive. So. Yeah, I mean, even as far as going and getting a Segway. I mean, I literally wouldn't have a Segway if it wasn't for paramotoring, to be honest That's with you. right. That's right. And so it's caused you to do more traveling, too, hasn't it? You've got oh. to see more of the country and yep, I have uh, I have enjoyed uh, all. Mark is one hundred percent correct. The flying thing that that is a solo sport. When you land, it is a hangout, and you literally just hang out and have fun and cut up, and occasionally get scared of a fake snake planted certain spots. You know. It is, uh, it, it's all, it, I don't know, golly, man, I would rather just hang out than fly, to be honest with you. Did Keith, Keith, did you actually fly in Alaska? That would be cool. Yeah, that would, that would be, be pretty cool. awesome. I, I know they took a big trip up there. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I, I guess they would have flown. I mean. Yeah, I don't know if they did or not. Hey Keith, can you answer that? Did you fly? Actually, fly? Did you and Caddy actually fly in uh, Alaska? Because if not, then you wasted a trip. Just so you know. Okay, so Walter says it's thirty plus here at Christmas in. Uh, uh, I thought it was Australia. summertime. In, I thought it was summertime for them right now. No, so thirty is Celsius. I'm assuming it's got to be uh, Celsius. Y'all know a quick way to convert Celsius to Fahrenheit. Zero Fahrenheit is 32 Celsius or something, or opposite of that. Well, that's you double it right? and add 30. So that would be about 90. Double it and add 30. It just gives you Fahrenheit. Okay. Well, Walter's in summertime right now. So Walter has uh, under boob sweat and swamp butt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wait, I know you're kidding, Mark. Oh, no. He's, What's that? No, he's, he's 100% actual. I can tell you what he's doing. On the count of three, Mark, we're going to tell you, tell everybody what you're doing. One, two, three, cruise. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Alaska cruise. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you want to talk about being peaceful? I mean... Mark's wife by herself on a cruise would have been totally peaceful. Mm. It's a win-win for everyone. 
if he would have just <laughs> shows up at uh, Bad Apples. <laughs> True that. Uh, yes, double add 16. Never heard of that, Walter. It's probably different math in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was really good to see him the other night. He's looking good. Have you seen Walter yeah. lately? No, I have not. Must be the woman or the women in his life or something, man. But he's looking rather spry. Hey, Keith, uh, Keith said that they did not get a single flight. Oh. Yeah, well, we have a we have a question. We have a serious question. Heat and humidity is bad for a wing. What about cold and dry? I say go for it. Cold yeah, and dry. I think the wings are basically plastic. Cold and dry is a lot better for them. Yeah, so heat, humidity, UV light. Uh, that's all that's bad stuff for a wing. And when I store my wing, I want to store it. And that's why I say you shouldn't. I'll say I don't do this, but you shouldn't keep it in the summer. You shouldn't just let it sit in your hot car, you know? No, so. mine is uh, sitting right here in, in the, well, it's no longer air conditioned, but it's, you know, out temperature. I, it's probably 70 degrees in here right now. Um, but we, I never leave my wing in, in the car. Even when we take the camper and I'm loading up my paramotor, I will put my paramotor in the camper the night before, and I will not put my wing in there until the next day we'll get ready to go because it's freaking hot there in that camper. And there's no one waiting to come in to the uh, chat, right? That would show here, wouldn't it? I, yes. It would show the chat. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's it's There's nobody in. Yeah. Um, cold and dry though. That's that's the problem though. I don't want to fly in the cold. <laughs> Actually, today it was literally overcast and zero wind all day today. I mean, all day today. And then it started raining this afternoon. And then here I am stuck at work. I'm like, this just just doesn't make any sense to me. I shouldn't be at work. I should have caught COVID. Um. Tony is asking how often we clean our buttholes. Tony, I never clean my butthole. I have only once when I, I went into. One. I only went in. I, I cleaned it once with a garden hose and the whole rest of the wing when it accidentally went into the water. I was afraid of some dead fish dying in there. And... Yeah. <laughs> Angela says it's cold and fifty. I thought. I thought it got down to freezing there. Hey, we got someone else too. Bob the pilot. I've never seen him in here before. Welcome, Bob. What's up, Bob? Bob says Celsius times 1.8 plus 32. So that's pretty close to doubling it and adding 30. It's just a, just something to get you in the ballpark. It's certainly not going to work on an exam. Dude, actually... Um... When we went this past Saturday, we went to Krista's uh, company Christmas party. And the way she was um, dressed, I asked her if she was from Ireland because it made my penis doubling. Anyways. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <laughs> you got anything for that, Will? Yeah. Nope. Not one. 
I was going to say I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole, but I won't say that. You could. You would only need a 11-foot yeah, yeah, yeah. pole. I didn't say that. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> oh good lord where's your where's your guest at will yeah man i don't know i don't know i keep checking to make sure that uh he's not trying to get in touch with me but we'll get him on if he doesn't come on tonight okay he's a busy man i can tell you that oh so, so it's a guy got it got it got it yeah 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 there's your first hint <sighs> so um man i have i've flown once in the last month it's just not right. That's not freaking right. Mark, what, we flew at uh, Sunnyland. Um, that was the last time I've flown. Yeah, and... I, I flew one since then, but that's it. The wind here has been blowing nonstop. Yeah, I've had some pretty crappy. I've actually been trying to get an afternoon flight in, and on the ground it's 10 plus, and I'm I'm not doing that. It's not that important to me to. What's your limit? Um, I've actually flown at 13 on the ground, um, but it was kind of one of those. It's kind of weird because I really didn't want to fly, but it was so. I literally had taken two. I I reverse kited my wing, turned around and took two steps and was in the air. And then I full throttled and I was at a thousand feet in less than probably a minute. <laughs> I was like, holy crap, this is crazy. But it was it was laminar air. It wasn't violent or anything at all. Bumpy or nothing. And I flew for about 10, 15 minutes, landed and was like, eh, I'm good. I was I was done with that. Let's see if I can pull something up here. Um Who's I'll, I'll the, we we got someone else five fifty five is yeah, in the five, chat. Five. Yeah. Who? Man. I, hello. How you doing? Nice to see you here. Um. But yeah, thirteen was was the highest that I have taken off with the paramotor. Now, when I did the SIV course, um, I actually broke. I probably didn't tell you guys this when I did the SIV course. Um, I broke my wrist. Um. I inflated the wing and it literally snatched me off the ground and slammed me to the ground. And the first thing I put down was my hand ended up breaking my wrist and yeah, I still flew another three or four trips up, but, um, had to deal with that afterwards, but you don't realize what, what you don't realize you're in pain until after the adrenaline of being pulled to, 5,000 feet and then let go <laughs> and then asked to collapse your wing. Um, yeah, none of that stuff matters. It's uh, it's pretty awesome, though. Oh, you know what? I didn't... Uh, I don't think I have to optimize. This and do that. Mm, I don't know. I, I've got the sound off. Um, so, the reason I asked about the, you know, what's your personal limit. I mean, my personal limit now is more about Am I going to enjoy the flight than it, than it is what I can do? And um, when I first started, and this is one of my real early flights, when I first started, I would, you know, I mean, if it, the surface winds were good, then I would I'd say it was a go without really investigating what things were doing aloft and winds aloft. And uh, so this is 
the first time that it really bit me while not checking the winds a lot. Let me uh, fast forward. That's my Mac Para Charger. That's what I started with, 23 meter. That's a nice, that was a nice wing. Enjoyed that. You're flying what now? Uh, 23 meter Colorado Mac Para. So I take off here, and yeah, everything's cool, really nice, and and then I get about a hundred feet off the ground, and all of a sudden, man, all heck breaks loose, and it only gets worse from here. Um, this particular flight, my bump tolerance completely it just shot way off the chart. I mean, it. And that's a good thing. I'll tell you that. I'll explain that here in a second. And we get to the point where it's like I'm being drifted off course. And yeah. So, okay. Anyone who's flown a paramotor and some turbulent air on the left is what it felt like to me as a new pilot. And you know, the stabilization that the GoPro gives you is really hard to, to show. But let's see if I can get the, to the point. See, it's, it's throwing my legs up. And, man, I was petrified. I just knew I had made a terrible mistake, and I was not going to make it. <laughs> I'm looking at these fields here and, and thinking about landing. And for some reason, instead of just landing in one of those fields, which would have been ideal upwind, right? I decided that I was going to do a UE and land downwind. Oh, yeah. So that's what I did. So I, I come down. I mean, at this point, I'm like, man, I just want to get this freaking glider down on the ground as soon as possible. And it's terrible to be in the air wishing you were on the ground. That's a terrible place to be. Yep. So, but it, it can also, a situation like this can cause you to overlook the obvious better choices. And that's what was happening here. So I come in and I'm doing like, I don't know, 2000 miles per hour is what it feels like. <laughs> it, it looks like 2050 to me. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Not the asphalt. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely was not going to hit the asphalt. Thanks to some wet grass, it kind of saved the day. I didn't do any damage to uh, to my equipment. Uh, I, hey, whatever, man. I mean, that's a, a, a thank goodness. I guess it was titanium, uh, but I didn't have to bend anything back. No wing damage, no prop damage, no knee damage. Um, but one heck of a long walk back. Yeah, right. <laughs> I ended up driving my car on the taxiway and just like, yeah. And then I was flying a wooden prop because I had busted my uh, carbon fiber prop that came on the Carajet Maverick. But, but anyways, the takeaway from all of this is always, always check the ones left. Even if it's just perfect at the surface, it will serve you well. And, I shared this with uh, Kyle Ogley, and he said that, man, there was nothing. I mean, your glider was flying just fine. You should have just landed upwind. And he, he was absolutely right. But, again, I missed the obvious choices because I was so caught up in the emergency situation that 
that I, I overlooked that. And another buddy of mine said, well, at least you know your equipment can take that. Yeah. And as silly as that sounds, let me stop sharing. Um, as silly as that sounds, he's right. I mean, that's why my bump tolerance increased because stop sharing. Stop sharing. How do I do that? Oh, there it is. Uh, he was right. I, I That flight gave me a confidence in my equipment that I didn't have previously. So, so I, I don't have any video, just a story to tell, so it really didn't happen. If it didn't videotape, it didn't happen. Um, I flew at the compound one morning, and as usual, when I first started flying, I was the very first one. I mean, I'm literally strapped in, motor running, waiting for legal light, and and I'm off. And I took flight and I went probably maybe almost, I would say almost a mile away from my LZ. And the entire time I was scared, absolute scared to death because it was horrible air. And I turned around and came back and I knew I was doing a side. This is under 30 uh, flights. <clears throat> and I knew I was coming in sideways to the to the wind <clears throat> i didn't care all i wanted to do was be on the ground and i absolutely tore up my knees i landed in grass but i hit must um it must have been every rock that was in that field right in front of the camper i didn't care i just wanted to be on the ground and i stood up i tore the the uh pair of pants i was wearing i tore the knees off of them and i was like i don't care like, I literally, I didn't destroy nothing. I didn't break anything. I stood up. I picked my wing up, put it back in my bag, and literally went in my camper and washed my knees off for all the blood and got back in bed with my wife. And I said, I'm, I'm done for the morning. I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> Everyone else flew for over two hours that morning. I'm like, nope, not me. <laughs> not, not me. Not me. I'll be over here if you need me. Yeah, Walter says any landing is a good landing. I any landing where you could reuse the aircraft was a good landing. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. But hey, on that note, um, on that note, uh, I, I've done this quite a few times. Uh, I've launched, and for some reason or other, I, I you know I don't know, 10, 15 minutes later, I'd come back. And I would land the same direction I launched without really paying attention to what the winds were doing. <laughs> and that's turned into more than once a downwind landing, you know, which our little legs can only run so fast, right? And anyway, so there's, there's something to always check, even when every single landing check to see, just glance over at the freaking windsock, see what it's doing. Let me see if I can find. And I don't know how great the video is going to be. A friend of mine, that her and her husband, we took them camping. They wanted to see me fly. The winds were crap. I knew they were crap. And I wanted to take off and land just to show them whatever. And I'm, dude, I came in. I took off the same way. I landed the same way I took off. And let me tell you, it. I ended up in the bushes. I ended up with my wing in all kind of myrtles. It took us a half hour to get my wing out of the dang uh, trees. But as soon as I landed, that wing just went to the left. I mean, a hard left, like pull brake left. And I wasn't pulling any brake. And yeah, it got me good, dude. 
Oh, so you, what? A break? Your brake line got stuck, or it was what? No, it was it was a it might as well have gotten stuck. But when I landed, the uh, wind because I was crosswind just took the wing to the side, oh, and yeah. and I was still trying to run it out. And yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. All right, let me see. Well, while you're looking for that, Bill H says windsock, and if yeah, it, it's like I I think you. Referring to, I don't really, I don't use a windsock myself. I use um, just some trail tape, you know, the little orange trail tape you can get at Walmart for three bucks, a few strands of that. So, because uh, a windsock is not good enough, like an airport windsock, uh, if that thing's fully extended, you're not going to be flying anyways. Um, and it doesn't register the minute winds that we as paramotor pilots depend on or use or are flying in. So, yeah, that's a good point, Blake. Let me see if I can find this video. I I look at it now, and I realize just how dumb it was, but it's also one of those learning videos that you're just like, oh, well, you're you're a dummy for, <laughs> for not looking or having – I didn't even have a windsock up, to be honest with you. I launched into the wind and landed – oh, where is it at? Hold on, give me one second. Um, so while you're looking, the, the and that's an, an advantage, especially if you're a newer pilot, you never want to be the wind dummy. And you just like always don't be the first one up and don't be the first one to land. And it gives you the opportunity to study what other, you know, others' wings are doing when they come up, kind of give you an idea uh, of what to expect. That'll serve you well. But and I've been dummy all too many times. <laughs> just don't have a wind dummy like I have, which is uh, Smart Car Brian. He'll go up, his wing will clap 16 times, he'll land and be like, it was awesome. Yeah. It's butter smooth. I'm like, you're a liar. <laughs> all right. Uh, man. All right, I'll have to look up. Uh, hold on one second. I am searching... <laughs> this is kind of funny. What? What Linda said. If you turtle and butt land in the same day, your instructor says job security. <laughs> yeah, right. I have not turtled yet. Have either of you turtled? No. no. I've seen it happen and it's hard not to laugh, <laughs> even if it's your buddy. But I mean, no, I haven't done it yet. Face plan is the best I've done so far. Yeah. Yeah, been there, done that. I've left my DNA sample around multiple LZs, but yeah. no. Yeah, I left a good one my first landing back in Georgia after training. Oh, here we go. All right, hold on here. I am busting my butt to try to get this done because I literally think it's very... I forgot about this video until you said something. Tony's brother, he says his brother turtled, and yeah, it was funny. <laughs> it is funny because you literally can't... Get, oh, hear it. I think I just found it. Bob the pilot. Let's see. Let's see here. 
And it's so funny because they never seen any anybody do a paramotor stuff. So they were actually I did have a windsock. I'm looking at the video now. Hold on. Oh, it, it does not go into. Um, all right, let me let me try to screen share this real quick. Um, where the hell's the screen share? It's under present in the middle at the bottom and then share screen i have mute stop camera settings present got it share screen now it does not go into um let me see hold on it doesn't go into when i went into the bushes let me see here. Hold on. Oh, God dang it. Take your time, what? man. Yeah, I know. We're not doing nothing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's only like national television here. Yeah, there's only millions of people watching. All right, hold on. Let me see if I can go up to here. Got it. And then go to this. Can you see it now? Yeah. Okay. So... Just as I go to land, watch the wing, watch the wing. Turns, and I ran oh, right. I ran right in, I ran right into those bushes. Did it stop? There? Did it stop no. there? That's all you got? No, that's I. It's not what I got. It's what somebody else is watching. But yeah, it, it I was not running camera. I just literally went up for a quick little flight just to show them how it's done and just as i land the wind just takes my wing and i'm pulled into the bushes and it literally went over my head into those trees and it was forever it took every bit of 30 minutes to get my wing out of out of the trees yeah oh. Man, that, that looked like it could have been bad because it looked like you were kind of high up did it drop you no, I as soon as my feet hit the, before I should say before I hit the the ground, um, it had already turned me, and I was like, "Why?" Because I'm looking at the windsock, and the windsock was showing me I'm going into the wind, but it just was just one of those. It turned at the last minute, and yep. here we are. Yep, and get the old feet flying kind of up a little oh, bit. God. I have done that. Hey, uh, Bob, go ahead. I was going to say the bad part was I had to run over sugar, sugar sand um, hill, and then I went into the bushes. <laughs> but I didn't crash. I just I'm really landed. Sorry that I'm really, really sorry you didn't get it on video. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Bob the pilot says if you keep the wing overhead in turbulent conditions, active flying, your wing will handle much more than your comfort level. And that's exactly right. That's one thing that I did. Um, first of all, the wing can fly a lot better than me because it's designed to fly. That's, that's yep. its purpose, you know. One time I went up as part of my bump tolerance regime. I went up in moderate, to me, moderate turbulence. Okay, but probably a two on the one to ten scale, but it felt like a seven to me. Anyways, I, I went up and uh, I basically, I got to safe altitude. I took my brakes and I stowed them. And then I just put my hands down 
and let the wing manage the turbulence. And at that level, the wing did a lot better job than me just continually, you know, it, it did a much better job at managing the turbulence. And it taught me that I was overreacting. And, and so uh, I don't recommend that you do that. And like I said, it was very mild turbulence, but to me as a new pilot, it felt more uh, intense than it was. Someone else said something. I had a landing like that one Shane had when the when we were down there at Aviators, uh, where I came in what I thought was straight into the wind, and when I landed, it just went sideways. Yeah, it just, I mean, it wants to fly, right? So it's going to weather vane into the wind. I mean, yeah. No doubt. That's why you're not, you shouldn't be the first to land. Watch someone else mess it up for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that guy. Oh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I landed on my knees at Ben's. I got a little bit of sink and a slightly downwind and yeah, going uphill. That, that all just equaled, I'm not running this out. <laughs> I don't know how you avoided three cameras. Oh, I did a great job. You got to look for yeah. the orange cones and just stay behind them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I want to know, too. Tony wants to know, and I do, too. How do you face plant a plate? What in the world happened there? Hit, hit too much of the front brake? There's not a front brake. It's like on a bicycle when you hit too much front brake, you go over. Yeah, or maybe hang point was off, and, like, he was... I don't know. I don't know what happened. But no, I, that would not be a pleasant experience. I, I will tell you my bump tolerance went up greatly after my SIV course. After my second SIV course, it went up even more. I have flown where the entire flight, I've looked at the ground maybe a minute and a half of an hour flight because the entire time I'm looking at the wing. And I'm, and I'm actively flying it. And when I landed, I was like, I'm glad I did it, but I'm even gladder that I'm on the ground. Yeah. Um, Tony, some, some flights don't have <clears throat> brakes, but some do. Antonio was joking about the endo brake checking thing on the on the brakes. I, I, I've never even sat in a trike, to be honest with you. I've had opp opportunities to drive a trike around i refuse i don't want to know how easy it is <laughs> to be honest with you because you don't even then you don't even care what the hell the what which way the wind is blowing because you're on a trike you're like these wheels go up to 110 mile an hour we're good that's exactly right that's the benefit of a trike so i can't believe you haven't been on a tandem though nope i i've had opportunities and i don't know how i feel being a pilot myself and and I know Will, you've you've uh, cried about a back pain problem and had me do all kind of stuff for you while while you were having. having I'm just kidding. Hello, little <laughs> Hey, one thing's for sure. I'm telling you right now, there's not one person that is that I consider my friend that does not get my undivided attention when they're they're in pain. Yeah, much. No, and and I, I would do anything for for 
my friends, to be honest with you. Um, it just, I understand back issues. I have landed twice. I have taken off and on the last step, threw my back out, flew around for 20, 30 minutes trying to figure out how I'm going to land with no landing gear. Because once your back's out, there's no landing gear. I know we're coming up on the uh, the hour mark, but I'd be happy to share the, he says it's in one of his Facebook videos, hard angle, no rollout. If you can find it, I'm here. Possible link, Keith, that you can post? I don't know if he can post links. Uh, Keith, if you can send me the uh, thing on Facebook, I, I can uh, share it on here if that'll help. There you go. This this sport really truly at any moment there could be something that happens not so good to you. And it just it just and there's nothing you can really prepare for. Um I mean you can be mentally ready, you can be mentally uh set for the day, but there's like for my for for my last uh flight where I face planted I've got over 400 flights. I've never had a line anywhere near my feet. How the hell does this one time happen and I get a line around my foot? Like it just, you, you know what I'm saying? There's always options and possibilities of something going wrong. It just never fails. Bob, the pilot says, I practice active flying by flying within 10 feet of the deck while tracking a portion of the road that changes direction and shifty winds. Yeah. That's honing the skills. Yeah. And that wonders for your uh, landings. Hey, Deweese. Deweese just showed up. I got to ask this question. Where's Randy? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do want to know where Randy is, but hey, Deweese. Ah. Uh, I'll tell you where Randy is. He's sitting Where's behind he playing PlayStation, PlayStation game. Am I right, Deweese? <laughs> uh, so I have learned when – actually, I did this in, in uh, Georgia flying with Mark. Um, I actually came in the, for landing and not checked the windsock, more or less do a flyover, if you will. And uh, – he, or, I was getting ready to land, and I realized I was coming in straight sideways, parallel um, to the windsock, and ended up. I was out of my seat and everything, with with my thumb on the kill switch, ready to to kill the motor to land. And luckily, I seen the windsock at the last minute and realized, oh, that's not right. So I removed my thumb from the kill switch, got back in my seat, circled around, and came in opposite or sideways of what I was doing before. Yeah, that was, uh, that would have been, what did Keith just say? I posted a link. Where? Where did Keith post that link? I don't know. I don't see it. I don't either. Uh, John went turtle at Sean at uh, Sean's in Arkansas, but he didn't have any video of it. Hold on here. He says uh -oh. it will not click, but you can paste it. That's that's me. Hold on. Sorry. 
All right, we're we're back in being professional now. So, okay, so I'm going to uh, Keith. I just made you a moderator. Redo that um, that link. It'll it'll post in the uh, chat now. Um, it'll be clickable. Yeah, it'll be clickable now. You weren't a moderator before. You're welcome. Now that you're on the nationwide. Um, million views of uh eastern oh yeah i do oh man <laughs> hey i do want to say deweese merry christmas to you and merry christmas to everyone we will not be on a show before then it will be after christmas so i want to say merry christmas to everyone if you're jewish happy hanukkah if you're what else is there <laughs> I don't know, man. But I'm gonna say Merry Christmas and Merry and Christmas stands for all the good stuff. So, yes. So, thank you guys for another year of awesome support and um, keeping Mark awake during uh, Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark gets up at like three thirty in the morning, so ain't nobody mad at him. Luckily, tomorrow's Friday. God, I wish tomorrow's my long day. So that's not good. Last week I had all week long was my long week. So <sighs> this this week I only picked one day to work overtime. So and my overtime is actually turned into comp time. That way I have time off to hang with uh, my boys here when when we do get together. And doesn't come out of my vacation time. Come on, Keith, post your. He, he posted a link he there. It. It's in the I chat. Got I got it. Oh, I see it. You got it? No, you go. Will, okay. you go. You're, you're, right. the com- you're the computer yeah. genius. Yeah. Somebody oh, yeah. <laughs> I plan to do a show next week. What is next week? What is next, next week? Is, let's see. This is Tuesday. Yeah, next week. Wait, what is today? The 20th. It's the 27th next week, so two days after Christmas. Yeah, we'll be here. All right, here we go. This is Keith. Should I uh, turn the sound off or down or what? Down would be good. Okay, down it is. Just got to find it. There it is. That was loud. Fast forward to uh, the good stuff. Man, I like that mirror. What you can? What you're saying is you can see yourself in it. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you can see the way <laughs> and what it's doing and how it reacts. Because I mean, I, to this day, I have not had collapse and everyone i've told that to says no that's impossible and you just you've had it you just haven't felt it or it just corrected itself so fast that uh, that's that's pretty cool that is uh every collapse i've ever had i've either caught just a tail end of it or not at all and usually so quick and Ooh, 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 ooh. 
dying, man. So obviously you're okay now, Keith, but were you okay after that event? That was literally wheels up. Yeah. Yeah, I want to watch that just the tail end of it one more time. See. I wonder if you wouldn't have any other like third third person video of that to see what happened. There it is. Yeah, so it looked like it came in sideways. Maybe kind of hard to tell. Well, thanks for sharing that, Keith. Well, at least you still had your hands on your brakes. Yeah. Um, swap steering. Here we go. John Wayne says, ouch, yeah. So did he respond, I guess, whether he was okay or not to the... Um, the last time I talked to him, he seemed all right. I think all the brain damage has been thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Keith, Keith is a... If you guys have never met Keith, he's... um. He's a really interesting guy. His previous job, his attitude about flying and everything, it's its all very uh, intriguing to me. And I'm sure uh, if you guys were to spend some time with Keith, you would, uh, you would see it too. Now, his wife, on the other hand. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... She's very energetic. Very energetic. Yes, Careful is. what you say, or there will not be any more ice cream. <laughs> no, I you love cat. Yeah, you know they're around because they got there's this like really nice rig. Yeah. Beautiful. He um <laughs> he looks at cat when she gets going, and I just see him look at her like, whoo, that's a lot. I'm married to that. <laughs> she is awesome, though. She is one. I would love for my wife to be able to hang out with her more, but I don't think my wife could handle it. And what I mean by that is she's a personal trainer, and I don't think my wife is interested in none of that action. She's just like, I'm just I'm I'm more built for hammocks and chairs. <laughs> You in Florida? You in uh, Georgia? I think he's in Georgia right now. But I will tell uh, I will tell Keith if he skips the sunny land and ends up at the uh, Lake Wales RV campground, uh, we will meet them there for uh, the weekend trip just for that same time. Just so you know. Every time I meet Keith, it costs me money. The first time, he sold me his used uh, Segway, which I still have, still use constantly. And uh, then I met him again, and I bought my uh, or his toolbox that he was selling for the bed of my truck. And <clears throat> I got to thinking, I was like, man, I, I can't afford to hang out with him. I buy all this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I was busy then. I didn't actually go to the to where it was, but that was a nice setup. You still use that? Yeah, it's still in the. I now have indoor outdoor carpet. Um, actually, at Ben's house at Paramotor NC's house, I installed uh, new carpet on the uh, top of it and uh, 
couldn't be happier with it. JP's in the house. Sorry, he's late. Oh, my goodness. You thought it was an AM flight for Will. <laughs> We're 11 minutes past the show here. It's your internet connection, JP. Must be. No, that's just uh, my voice. It does sound good. <laughs> I, I agree. All right, guys, you guys ready to get out of here? I know Mark's got bed. He's got a dog to move out of his side of his bed before uh, he can get in it. <laughs> you guys should see some of the photos I get from uh, from Mark where Jody. I, Go ahead. Yeah, I honestly, I think yesterday I got out of the shower, got ready to get in bed. She was all snuggled in in my spot. I had to sleep in the middle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, guys. Um, Will, where can we find you, sir? You can find me on YouTube. Just search for Will Fly or online at willflyppg.com. Merry Christmas, everyone. Had a great time. Mr. McElroy. Uh, YouTube at Paralife PPG. What I was trying to say was Mr. M Mark McElroy, a.k.a. The Grinch, that stole sleeping from everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, All right. let's do this show tomorrow morning at 3.50. We will <laughs> see you guys there. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I'm Never Trust a Skinny Chef Shane. You can find me here on YouTube and on TikTok at ppgshane.com. With that being said, let me not forget to do the outro because people love it, which is the intro. Just say, oh, what the heck? Oh, there it is. All right, guys. Uh, Merry Christmas to you guys uh, before the new year. So we will see you one more time before the year's over. All right. Peace. Good night. I got a lot to say. 